Third down and two, ball at the Coastal 35. And they're going to go in and keep it on the ground. Here's a big run by Beasley. Beasley leaps right over the defender, Tai Chi Leach. Already had the first down yardage. What a... It's a 12-yard gain. What an athletic move there by Beasley. Tries to hurdle him and goes up above. I can't see who the, I think the it was, Panther was. I think it was Leach. Got underneath him and made him do a somersault. First down at the 49. Inside of two minutes to go. Now McCall going to dump it underneath. And once again... It's going to take, you see Jordan Venzial just wrap Beasley up. There was no way Beasley was getting away from Jordan on that play. Yeah. Good job there by Jordan to just wrap him up and kind of hog tie him. Kind of like at the rodeo where you pick the cow up, you, the, the, the calf, and then you, you, you throw it down on the ground. Four-yard pickup, I guess, at the 46-yard line. 125 to go. McCall chased out of the pocket, and he's going to have he's to throw, throw it out of bounds. Out, yeah. Good coverage there. We brought three. You're going to have to rotate your linemen because I'm sure they're gassed right now. But everybody's playing deep. You play everything in front of you. You don't give up a big play. Defensively, that's what you're trying to do. 120 on the clock. Third down and five coming up here for Coastal. Coastal came into the game tonight riding a two-game winning streak. couple of wins over Jacksonville State and Duquesne after a season opening loss in Los Angeles uh, at UCLA Sunbelt Conference opener for both here's McCall stepping up he'll throw and right into zone coverage it's Pinckney find Sam Pinckney 15 yard pickup there yep with 113 remaining Sam's gas I'm telling you he's, he's running out of gas 10 yard in route and he catches it and falls forward for another couple yards falls at the 31 with 1 minute 9 seconds in a running clock McCall steps up in the pocket. Again, throws underneath. Max Baltazar turns, makes the catch, now turns upfield. Gang tackled at the 20. They'll place it at the 19-yard line. We are right at one minute to go in the football game. Pickup. Yep. Another Panthers first down. doing a great job of delaying everything, and now there's going to be a penalty flag. Well, the lineman for the shot to clear pushes Bright Brown off, and that you got to throw a flag on that. Well, it, yeah, it's now Shamar McC- McCollum and uh, Swint, Kevin Swint. Well, McCall is going to go try to argue, hey, he's got to get off our guy. He, it makes sense, but you can't push one of the players off the pile unless the umpire, that's Jason Yates, he and our referee, Trennis Livingstone, make the call. Top of the hour, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. From Conway, Western South ball. Carolina, this is the Georgia Robin State Robin Football Robin. Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. How about that? A penalty against Coastal Carolina going to back them up to the 34 now. Well, they've had eight. We've had nine, but that's a huge one. Yeah, 34. The biggest thing is it's going to take additional time to be able to get those extra 15 yards back. Clock running. McCall. Looking across the middle. Got a man. It's caught. That was Duplessis. Kyle Duplessis. Makes up about 13 of those yards right back. Yells at the 21. Brings up second down here for Coastal Carolina. Of course, backs against the wall. Flags everywhere. Flags everywhere. The ball never got snapped, I don't believe, to McCall. It's a legal procedure against the Chanticleer. Sam Pinckney took off. False start. Offense, number 64. Five-yard penalty, remain second down. Savon Linsky, the right tackle. 
So right. the head linesman sees him as clear as anybody. I'm yep. sorry, Dave. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. I was going to say, he's a transfer from NC State. Yeah, so the ball will be back at the 26-yard line. You don't get that time back either. 37 seconds now on the clock. Now the official will place the ball down at the 27. Please reset the game clock to 27 seconds. This will require 10 seconds to track. Coastal Carolina does not have any timeouts to prevent this subtraction. So from 37 to 27, I will take those 10 seconds. Absolutely. I forgot all about it. And uh, with no timeouts left, absolutely. McCall, McCall going towards the end zone. And yep, it was intended, intended for Jared Brown. Well, Kyrie Duplissis is also there. I think he's the one who got his hands on it. Two receivers in the same area. Two Panthers also covering him at the goal line. The ball falls out of bounds. 18 seconds remaining. 30 to 17, Georgia State. 18 seconds away, Harper, from a 4 and 0 start here in 2023. Well, a lot can happen in 18 seconds. You saw that punt just a few minutes ago. Henry Bryant comes out of the ball game. So you're going to keep rotating your three linemen. You're going to have eight defenders back. Jordan Venziel in the middle there calling plays and coverages. McCall out of the shotgun with 18 seconds to go. Pressure coming on the edge. He'll escape it. He will throw on the run. Caught by Pinckney. Pinckney gets drilled. What a great play by Jordan Venziel. He gets enough to get it back within the sticks, but he tackles him inbounds. And that'll keep the clock running. One second. Ball game. Game is over, and Georgia State has won here in Conway. And the Panthers, for the first time ever in school history, are off to a 4-0 start and 1-0 in Sunbelt Conference play. And the crazy thing is, the streak continues. The road team continues to win in the Georgia State-Coastal Carolina series. road, Road team dominance. Let's hope that changes next year. Well, a hard fought victory. The score was a little closer because of that punt situation where we drop the punt at about the two or three yard line and they get a touchdown out of it but uh georgia state is now undefeated you still have your still undefeated shirt day somewhere want to wear it around campus somewhere somewhere well congratulations to the panthers sam will be with coach in just a few seconds since so many of these players know each other They've been pilfered from, the from their home state. All right, let's send it down to Sam Crenshaw. Hang on a second. Here, we go. here he is right here. Some people. Hey, listen, folks. You got that for me? You got, you got here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's do it. 30 to 17. Scoreboard reads. Thoughts about getting this win here today. <laughs> let's see. We got a bunch of drag races on this team. Doggone guys, get after it. We, we finished it ugly, but man, what a performance by offensively and defensively. It was just a, it was a good night right here. We came down here to win this football game. We knew exactly what it was going to take to win this football game, and we won this football game. Those players right there took control of it, dominated this game. Talk about your defense. They came out and really set a tone for you and really kept their quarterback off balance. Sure did. I mean, the preparation, everybody knows is important for Coach Stacks. Our defense works hard. They play hard. And, man, I'm just very proud of them. I mean, like I said, it's just a, it's a really good feeling right now. We're going to enjoy this for about, I don't know, a few hours, and then we're going to doggone get ready for next week. Talk about your offensive line. They talked about that maybe they weren't the elite offensive line of the conference last year. They came out to show you something tonight. I don't know. You know, we just work hard. We play down after down after down. Uh, these guys are incredibly coached. They work hard. 
I wish you could just feel the energy and excitement within our facility, within our practices. It's uh, it, it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I'm, I'm just, you know, it, it, this game of football can be humbling at times, but it's a, it's a great, it's a great win tonight. Feels good to be doing it right here in my home state of South Carolina, right here in Conway, South Carolina, because there ain't no beach in Conway. <laughs> I'm asking something else. I've been around this program since the first game. I've never seen it four and over four. Stay tuned. <laughs> that is Coach Sean Elliott. All right, Sam, we're going to go ahead and continue with our postgame show coming up after this timeout. Georgia State a winner tonight and a 4-0 start here in 2023. Still checking boxes for a 14-year-old Georgia State college football program. Final again, Georgia State 30, Coastal Carolina 17. Back with the Panther postgame show after this two-minute timeout from Conway. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Newstop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnival, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at LusabKia.com. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the alumni office at 404-413-2190. This is the Panthers postgame show, a recap of today's game and a look ahead. Here's the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. 30 to 17, the final score. First time ever in program history. Georgia State off now to a 4-0 start with the Troy Trojans coming up at Center Park Credit Union Stadium in the next game, week five on September 30th. But again, still checking boxes for this Georgia State football team. We've never been 3-0, and and now we've never been 4-0 until tonight. Yeah, congratulations, Dave. You've waited, what, 40 years for uh, this, 45 years for this to happen? And Not quite that You long. and Rick, well, pretty close to it. Uh, teams played well. You give credit to the kids. They've been doing a great job. Come on out and see them play, folks. You're, you're not going dis- to be disappointed. Uh, they are playing as hard as they ever have. A lot of hard work in the summer, 
and it's starting to pay off. Good group of offensive linemen. The defense, we're not nearly as big as anybody out there. This helps with recruiting for obvious reasons, and uh, the program itself just accomplishing things that they've never done before, and it's a great time to be a Panther. Well, some good storylines in tonight's ball game. Uh, above and beyond uh, Darren Granger's return to uh, Conway, where he is from, he said, told me in the pregame he's lives about five minutes here from the stadium. But how about Chad Staggs and his return uh, after spending the previous four years here as the uh, defensive coordinator in his first season at Georgia State? He comes back here to Brooks Stadium and holds Grayson McCall and uh, this normally high-powered offense to really ten points tonight. Yeah, in a short week, in a, not, you, know, you probably would have had to start scouting these guys sometime in the middle of last week, or at least starting to look at film, even before they played their game against Duquesne. And what they score 66 points, but to get a feel for what their offense is doing with a new regime, a new coaching staff, and being able to figure out how to stop it, it wasn't perfect tonight. They ended up getting 399 yards to the Chanticleers, but uh, you know what? The final score was in Georgia State's favor. We ended up winning by 13 and uh, undefeated is where we are let's look at the stats real quick total yards for georgia straight 373 yards 191 in the air 182 on the ground we had nine penalties tonight for 66 yards 24 first downs dave's favorite stat is third down conversion we were eight of 14 we were 0 for one on fourth down we ran a total of 70 plays Red zone, we were 6 for 6. Time of possession, the Chanticleers had it for 31 minutes and 44 seconds. We had it for 28-16, so about a two and a half, three and a half minute uh, difference. Uh, we had one turnover. That was on the, uh, the, the fumbled punt. Uh, we put the ball on the ground three times, but we, uh, we only lost one of them. Uh, we had two sacks tonight and six tackles for loss. Uh, let's look at some of the stats. Darren Granger, 15 of 26, 191 yards. He did have one touchdown. His completion percentage was down dramatically from what it was, almost 20 points lower. It's at 58%, but his quarterback rating was 132, and uh, he played well tonight. He uh, had a very good game. Marcus Carroll was our leading rusher, 29 carries for 150 yards for him. Marcus just continues to uh, tear up defenses, especially late in the second and third quarters, and, and great holes. He had one touchdown. His longest run tonight was 30 yards. He averaged 5.2 per carry. Darren had 13 carries for 47 yards. He had a touchdown as well. So 43 total rushes between the two of them, 182 yards. Uh, Jakari Carter had four receptions for 29 yards. Williams had three for 46 yards. Robert Lewis had three for 39 yards and a touchdown. Marcus Carroll had two for 36 yards. One of those a 27-yarder, a great catch for him there. Uh, Pat Kikwana, uh, Kikwana had uh, one reception for 21 yards. Uh, Chikai's Cradle, who we only saw in the first half, he had one for 12. And Kadarius Thompson had one for eight. 15 total receptions, 199, excuse me, 191 yards, one touchdown through the air. And a uh, great job by the receivers. And that's a look at our statistics right now. For the good guys, Georgia State 30, Coastal Carolina 17. All right, our Panther postgame show will continue here. Hopefully Sam Crenshaw standing outside the Georgia State locker room will catch up with uh, Darren Granger, maybe Marcus Carroll. We've heard from head coach Sean Elliott. We'll come back here, some second-half audio highlights as we begin to wrap things up for a Thursday night here from Conway, South Carolina. Georgia State a winner tonight, first time ever, 4-0 to start the year, 30-17 to on the road here at Coastal Carolina. The road team continues to win in this series. We're back after this timeout. Two-minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. 
Lusop Kia in Cumming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Cumming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Cumming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown. Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia incoming online at lusabkia.com. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The alumni office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the alumni office at 404-413-2190. Panther postgame continuing tonight here from Conway, 30-17, Georgia State. A winner over the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. First time ever. Again, 4-0 to start the season up next. Saturday night, September 30th at Center Park Credit Union Stadium against the Troy Trojans. Time now to take a listen to some of our second-half audio highlights. Georgia State again putting a 30 spot up on the board tonight. Darren Granger had an 8-yard touchdown run in the first. Darren Granger, 13 yards to Robert Lewis in the second quarter. Liam Rickman, a 34-yard field goal as they're running off the field of the locker room uh, at halftime. And the Panthers took a 17-3 lead into the locker room at halftime. Now, Coastal Carolina as we come out into the second half, third quarter. Grayson McCall leads the shot of clears at a seven-play drive covering 75 yards. He connects uh, with the Jamison kid on a 27-yard touchdown pass. And all of a sudden now it's a one-score game. Georgia State leading it 17-10. to But the Panthers late in the third quarter would call upon their new field goal kicker, Liam Rickman, after a 13-play drive that went 55 yards, stalled out. He comes out to attempt this 38-yard field goal. Nate Loggins, the holder, awaiting the snap. Ball is down. Rickman in the air. The ball is up, and it is good. Right through the uprights for Liam Rickman. And Georgia State comes away with points. Rickman, the redshirt freshman out of Guyton, Georgia, came out of South Effingham High School. And so uh, that put Georgia State up 20-10. to 10. Coastal Carolina late third missed a 34-yard field goal. Panthers would take a 20-10 to 10 lead into the fourth and final quarter. They would make it a 27-10 lead, a five-play drive. 
Got all the way down to the seven-yard line. Darren Granger took the snap and handed it off to Marcus Carroll on this play. Now Amon Green going to set up over here. He's in motion. Here's Granger. Going to hand it off Marcus Carroll into the end zone. That's a Georgia State touchdown. Seven yards out, nobody touched Marcus Carroll. He barreled into the end zone, and Georgia State increases its lead here in Conway now to 26-10. to 27 to 10 with the PAT. Again, a five-play drive. They called it five plays, 80 yards, 236, and it's 27-10. A fumble punt on a snap from Seth Glauser to Cade Loggins, recovered by Abraham T. Money. Coastal scores a touchdown on that misplay, and all of a sudden it's 27-17. Georgia State, though, would uh, lead a drive down the field uh, here in the fourth quarter. And they didn't get the touchdown, but you know what? We'll take the three. They trotted Liam Rickman out to attempt this 32-yard field goal. Ball is down. The kick is up. It's on its way, and it is good. We'll call it 33 yards. Three more up on the board for Georgia State. The Panthers now lead it here at Coastal Carolina, 30-17. to Liam Rickman from 32 yards out splits the uprights, and the Panthers come away with three big points. 30 to 17, the final score, Georgia State 4 0. Let's send it back down to Sam Crenshaw standing by with Jordan Venzio. Yep, a guy who made an amazing play. You got to tell me about this onside kick. How did you view it and, and the way you made the play? Because you, you sky. Well, um, I figured they would try some trickery right there at the end. Um, they're down by two possessions, they're running out of time, so I just figured there'd be an onside kick. Um, when I saw the kickers uh, wind up, I said, oh, damn. I think it's coming to me, so I saw it bouncing, took a took a pretty high bounce, and I just jumped as high as I could um, and just held on for dear life. I can't believe I got up that high and I held on to that ball, but it was a surreal feeling. And the team was all around you when you came to the sideline. They were really excited about it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my, that was my favorite part, just being surrounded by my brothers and all of them. We're all just celebrating, and it was it was a surreal feeling. I loved it. We talked before the season started, what would you hope for, what, what you wish would happen, 4-0 start. I don't know if you saw that. I believed it. Um, I, I, I had faith in my brothers. Uh, you know, we put in more work than I've ever seen, than I've ever seen ever as a team, and uh, more sweat, tears, and everyone else, everyone bought in. I can't believe I, I, I saw everybody on the team buy in, and I, I, I couldn't picture this any other way, how we're going right now, and the only goal is to keep it rolling. To come here and stop a quarterback who's accomplished so much, uh, you know, everybody knows what he's done here at Coastal Carolina, to come on his field and uh, find ways to just get him off balance and, and find a way to, w- to win and beat him. Yeah, he, great player. We played against him. That would be my third year going against him. He's always played his A game. Sunbelt player three years in a row. He's an he's a outstanding player. It's just um, We just had a good game plan this week to help contain him and contain the weapons he had. And um, we, we bought into the game plan, and we executed this week in practice. Um, you know, this, this is off a short week. You guys played last Saturday night, and it's a quick turnaround for a game like this. Yep, we are. well, we got right back in there after the game. Uh, we had the rest of the night off, obviously, but we got in there Sunday, watched film, um, started getting the ball rolling Sunday. Our coaches been putting in the hours. Um, they've been in there till late night. I mean, but um, we're just putting in the work, man. It's, it's, it's nice to see it's paying off. It is in a big way. 4-0 start. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for the time. Let's, let's head back to, to Atlanta with this W. Yes, sir. Thank you. Go Thurs. All right. That's Jordan Vinzio, y'all. All right, Sam, appreciate it. Sam will make his way back up here to the uh, visiting radio booth. Jordan and uh, Coach Elliott doing a TV interview. 
Great start here for Georgia State coming on the road. Again, crazy how the road team continues to win in this series. Yeah, but more importantly, it's just, you know, a Sunbelt win. And if you want to change your view and your goals and everything that's a part of what you want to be in football and you can start talking championship now, you're 1-0 instead of being 0-1. That that locker room, everything changes right now. And and there's a, a new vision, and Jordan kind of pointed that out. I'm glad to see it, and the Panthers are thriving. All right, as Coach Elliott said, a little bit of time. That's the way that it is in, in football, a little bit of time to enjoy this. As soon as they get back, man, they're going to you know, start watching the Troy Trojans. Yeah, absolutely. You don't get any rest. There will be a bye week, but uh, you know, until then, it's uh, uh, pedal to the metal and get yourself bowl eligible, but also talking about being the... Uh, at least the uh, Eastern Division champions of the Sun Belt. It's still a conversation right now. All right, good one tonight. It was a good. It's a great win on the road, and uh, congratulations to the Panthers. Come out and see them, folks. You won't regret it. All right, that'll wrap things up here on the radio network for a Thursday night. Georgia State wins on the road. Final score, Georgia State 30, Coastal Carolina 17. First time in program history, the Panthers are now 4-0 and on the season. Up next, a Saturday night showdown with the defending champion Troy Trojans at Center Park Stadium next Saturday, the 30th of September. Airtime 6.30 with a kick uh, with our Panther pregame show kickoff at 7. Tonight's broadcast has been authorized under rights granted by Georgia State University Athletics to Van Wagner. The accounts and descriptions of tonight's broadcast may not be retransmitted in any form without the express written consent of Van Wagner and Georgia State University Athletics. I want to thank our broadcast crew tonight. Another fantastic job at our network studio in Atlanta. Jeff Walker at the studios of our flagship, 88.5 FM WRAS. Mike Wofford at the studios of 97.5 FM Glory WGTJ at AM 1330 in Gainesville, Georgia. Freddie Howell at Low Country Radio out of Savannah, Georgia. Joe Powers at WRBJRadio.com in Dublin, Georgia. Our on-site engineer, Rick Shaw, technical assistance from Robert LaFour, Sofal Harper-LaBelle, Sam Crenshaw, Dave Cohen saying good night from Brooks Stadium, Conway, South Carolina. We'll talk to you when the Panthers take on Troy on Saturday, September 30th. You've been listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Thank you for joining us for Georgia State University Panthers football, made possible in part by Center Park Credit Union, TicketSmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford, and Coca-Cola. Join us again for more Sunbelt Conference action right here on the Panthers Radio Network. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville.